This won't end well for Illinois. Here's a three. It ended well. It ended well. Welcome to Oski Talk. Ori Benatar here with Stephen Cohen, and joining us for the first time is Anthony Pasquale, who's going to be covering baseball for us. What's going on, Anthony? Happy to be uh, happy to be on the pod. Yeah, definitely. I uh, I've been looking forward to this ever since Stephen invited me on, and I am uh, also looking forward to covering the baseball team. It looks like they're going to be pretty good this year, just like last year. Just want to make a point. He's uh he's the schmack person. So. Yes. So the guy. Who, if anyone listened to the FAU game on BTN Plus, and uh, he didn't do it for Io's uh, buzzer beater going to overtime. No. But uh, the other three pointers, they were schmack. Yep. Went viral on Twitter for a few hours. <laughs> yeah, pretty awesome. Good times. Yeah, very good times. We all we all have good times announcing. Name so. of the voice. Anthony Schmack Pasquale, Stephen. <laughs> what do you have a signature? No. We gotta find your signature. I'm okay. Steven no cone. And then uh <laughs> Ori Hoochie Mama Benatar. Hoochie Mama. Hockey broadcast last Saturday. That's uh well it originated in high school, but listen to the hockey broadcast. But more importantly, Champagne Room has a new identity, a new profile that defines everything we do here at the Champagne Room, which supports fourthandkirby.com. Get go. some shirts there, some awesome vintage inspired high quality content made by University of Illinois alum. Go to fourthandkirby.com. But Georgie just chilling in the okay, back so, of a truck. Well, can I go through what you just said? You said this photo that if you haven't checked it out yet, it's the. It will be until like Friday. Until Friday, it will be the the profile photo for the Champagne Room on Twitter. Um, it's obviously the photo kind of went viral on Illinois Twitter. Got a lot of likes. Uh, right now, as we're doing this, it's at five forty-two. We'll see what it's at when this pod goes up on Thursday. Um, but it's Georgie sitting in the back of a pickup truck. Don't know whose it is. Uh, it does have an <laughs> Illinois license plate, so we know it's... It's uh, near the Ike. Yeah, it's near the Ike. It's near that corner by Huff. Um, it's an Illinois license plate, so it's not someone like... It's not Tevian Jones's. It's could be Io's. I don't think Io's driving a red pickup. Just just my opinion. Um, it could be not Trent's. So we're, we're just... We could eliminate them. But and then you zoom in on the photo, and it's just Georgie sitting in the bag with a confused, dazed look. Our Big Ten Player of the Week just sitting right there in the back of a truck with his hood over his head out in the cold. Maybe it's a secret Big Ten Player of the Week tradition, but I doubt that. <laughs> like every Big Ten Player of the Week, the next practice has to go in the back of a red no. pickup truck. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think that's. I don't think that's. I don't think it's it. But that's hilarious. I mean, who found it again? So Jacob Radulich, who we've heard on the pod before, he covered volleyball. He's doing women's basketball. He's gonna go back into volleyball now. Um, he did a softball season preview, and then they did well. Um, so yeah, he f- was on the MTD on the bus on the 22. Saw Georgie in the back of a truck. Snapped the photo. Bada bang, bada boom. Unbelievable. That's my catchphrase. And the second I saw the picture, I'm like. They're going to make this the profile picture. Like, Did you? I you I'm saw that coming? <laughs> I saw it coming. I mean, that photo, I knew it was just going to go nuts. You know, I, I saw it when it was posted. I had TweetDeck open at the time because I was watching um, a Champions League game. And so I like to keep Twitter open while I'm watching my sports. And I just see Georgie in a truck pop up. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, yep, they're going to... Steven and, and Tristan and... All those guys running the Twitter account, are, they're going to make this the profile and picture. You, did you hear the the interview with his brother, David? 
I didn't hear it. Good no. interview. You should have. Uh, it's worth the four minutes. He's got a good personality too, and uh, you know. And he's going back, right? Uh, he's already back. He's I back, wish he could okay. have stayed. Yeah. He stayed for ten days. Yeah, I think I think the the coolest thing about that picture is I hope it wasn't somebody on the basketball team. That, <laughs> he just that pitched, pitched yeah. a ride. Pitched a ride to practice. I really think that's like a testament to who Georgie is because he really is like a man of the fans here. Like he he comes into the game and they chant Georgie, Georgie. Like that's who he is. Yeah. Right? He's a man of the people. Easily recognized, probably the easiest recognized on the team. And um, after a big week like this, I think that's a pretty cool picture. You know, yeah. I just I can I can totally see him just being like, "Hey, I need to get to practice." Uh, oh yeah, a full can guard, I jump right? into your truck? Yeah. And I need to get to practice. <laughs> you know, just in the middle of the. So quad. we love Georgie. Yeah, I mean, he's. Um, I, I think it's fair to say he's the most beloved athlete on this campus now. And years. Yeah. And in since years. Mike Dudek. Yes. In 2014, probably, and before we were even here. That kind of leads us to we talk more, you know, about the sports aspect of things because that's what we do on the show. I mean, what a weekend it was for Atlanta Athletics. Obviously, this is coming out before the next upcoming weekend, but, you know, the we know you have sand guys, you know, they covered the big win against Rutgers. They talked a little bit about the hires that Lovey Smith made in the coaching mm. staff. It was a good pod. No, I liked it. Yeah, it was a, it's just more like the, mm, the hires. Yeah, no, that, that was the yeah. hires, not the pod. No, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Go listen to the we know you have sand pods. They have some awesome stuff that just came out over the past week. But this was the weekend that Illinois sports has been waiting for for such a long time. I mean... Well, we've been at school. We've seen yeah. the weekends where softball wins and tennis and gymnastics and baseball. But never do we have weekends where the revenue sports also put their money's worth and chime into the victories. Yeah, there's a, there's loud wins. <laughs> That's what that was. Yeah. I was very confused. Men's basketball <laughs> winning all three of their games on their homestand. They're on a three-game winning streak, and now they're, bot- now they're top of the bottom half of the Big Ten. Which, which is-, is almost the middle. Yeah, it's almost, it's almost dead the middle. middle. They're, in, they're, in the, they're in the ninth, which I consider is almost the middle. Yeah. They win one more. They beat Ohio State on Thursday. They're in the middle. And women's basketball wins their second conference game. And for the first time in three seasons, eclipse the nine-win plateau. So what a weekend it was. You know, women's gymnastics got a big victory. Was that victory. not worth an applause? That was worth an applause. That was their I first mean, home conference first win home in 750 win. days. Yeah, that's a long time. So... Nancy Faye and I mean Alex Whittinger football, went nuts. Football won a conference game and only it took them seven hundred days between their two conference wins. Between oh, the Michigan yeah. State game and the Rutgers game this season. They went seven hundred and sixty days without a home conference win. Yeah, and they probably went over a thousand days not having a ten win season. Oh yeah. Because it was three seasons. Yeah. You know, every season we've been in school, Illinois women's basketball had won nine games for the season, and finally they got to ten. And they'll probably get to more. I must be the good luck then. You must be, (laughs) of course. That's the freshman class. They did it. They did it. They showed up. They showed up. But, I mean, amazing weekend. And softball? Softball beat two ranked teams on opening day. Should have gone 5-0, but they only went 3-2. Yeah, they beat uh, Oklahoma State and Kentucky. Got revenge on Kentucky, who's the team they lost to when they made the NCAAs in 2017. Um, Women's gym beat Michigan State. Tennis got some big wins. Someone else beat Michigan State. You basketball beat Michigan State? No, no, no. Over the weekend. Over the weekend? I think it was like... Wrestling? Uh, no, wrestling. No, I don't know what it was. It doesn't matter. Wrestling's not doing well. I think well. it was tennis. Yeah, it was men's tennis. Men's tennis, I'm pretty sure, played Kentucky and North Carolina. The things I know. I don't know anything. Let's right. keep moving. But, no, it, it was amazing, and uh, we're looking forward to another big weekend. We'll let you know that weekend schedule um, when we uh, return there, but let's preview now the big game tonight. In Columbus, Illinois against Ohio State, the Illini trying to win their fourth straight. They have never, they haven't won four straight Big Ten games since 2017 when Malcolm Hill 
led the team really? in scoring. It was, it was that recent? That recent. They basically won four straight games around late February, early March. And then they, they lost to the Rutgers. And then they lost to Rutgers. So, oh, so it was the Michigan State game. It was game. the Michigan State game. I think that was the that was fourth the straight one? win. Okay. Yeah. So, and Malcolm Hill sense. led the team in scoring in each of those four games. But Ohio State now. In Columbus, a Buckeye team who was top 15 in the country, the first ever team to be number one in the net rankings. Oh, I forgot about that. You know, right behind Loyola Marymount. (laughs) (laughs) So, but Ohio State, they haven't been playing great basketball recently, but their record still is fine. I mean, I think they're 15 and 7, 16 and 7. 16 and 7. Yeah. 6 and 6 in Big Ten play. It's going to be an interesting game. Next year, it'll be even more interesting when EJ Liddell becomes a Buckeye. Oh, yeah. Um, Like, I'm not. I'm still not afraid of Ohio State. Is that a bad thing? I feel like I, I should I don't, be more... I, I don't like... think you should be afraid of Ohio State, personally. As a former Ohio State Buckeye basketball fan, and I still follow the team pretty closely, I don't think... I think Illinois has a very good chance to win this game. But why? Like, why should I, Why do I feel this way? Um, why do I feel so confident right now that they can win? Well... Because they're in a hot streak? The hot streak. They're being recognized for how well yeah. they've been playing. I think that's the biggest thing. You know, we've seen Illinois have winning streaks while we've been here. You know, you look at the Malcolm Hill times when Illinois was winning games. You know, Malcolm Hill would not get Big Ten Player of the Week occasionally. He would get it a couple of times, but Illinois wouldn't really get noticed back in, you know, mm-hmm. th- three three years ago. Illinois got noticed nationally and by the conference with Georgie winning Big Ten Player of the Week and Iowa winning Big Ten Freshman of the Week. So, the, so is this Ohio State team that's just as good as the one Illinois played back in December? But now the Illinois is a good team, uh, or could like considered a good enough team to win games. That they should be able to give Ohio State a run for their money. Definitely. Is, I, that, the, is that the point? I, is that my reasoning? I think so. I think Ohio State's only the favorite because it's at Value City Arena. I mean, the shot is a tough place to play. It's got uh, an interesting atmosphere to it. Um but, I mean, Ohio State 16-7. and seven. They've scored 55 points against an Indiana team, which is struggling. Uh, they've also won three straight. Beat Rutgers. They beat Penn State. They, beat they like narrowly beat Rutgers, though. Yeah, they beat Rutgers so 76-62. They beat Penn State by four. Oh, that wasn't that narrow. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was. <laughs> but they started conference season after those two conference wins in December. Five, they lost five straight, all to decent teams. You know, they lost to Michigan State. They lost to Rutgers once by three. Oh, that's what it was. Lost to Iowa. They lost to Maryland. They lost to Purdue. So... Basically, Ohio State is losing to the good teams of the Big Ten and barely beating the bad teams of the Big Ten. Well, my thing is, if Illinois wants to, they got eight games left or seven games left. They want to really make that statement now that they're uh, this is a program that's developing and moving forward. Win this game. The ones there, toss ups: Wisconsin, Purdue. But with this game, like win this road game. Got to win a road Do game. It. You yeah. got to either beat Ohio State or Penn State. You can't go another year without winning a true road game. No. So find a way to pull this one out. Find a way to pull Penn State out. Uh, and then win the home games, you're in good shape. And I think the other thing it comes back to, kind of going back to what you said, like why am I so confident about this, um, I think a lot of it at the beginning of the year when we played kind of better teams, we could never finish. Like the fourth, mm-hmm. and like can. the second um, part of the second half always struggled, but against Michigan State and Rutgers specifically, those, those were really strong performances to close out the games. And if we have that, we can compete with pretty much anybody in the Big Ten. Like, we proved it with Michigan State. And I think one of those things, like, as a fan, if you look at it, 
well, if Michigan State beat Ohio State and we beat Michigan State, then we should beat Ohio State. Is is the logic there also? So. The classic. Like now that problem. now that yeah. Illinois beat the top of the Big Ten, except for Michigan, uh, I'm like, well, they could beat they anyone. Can beat yeah. But <laughs> I I, th- I think the the point Anthony brings up that's really good is the the whole closer aspect. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember after watching the Georgetown game, my or Notre first Dame. or Notre Dame, the first thought <laughs> in my head, yeah. yeah, first thought in my head, Illinois needs to find someone to give the ball to in the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah. Io is that probably uh, yeah. that first option, but and Trent, he's and he's emerged as that too. Yes. and he wants to be that guy. Yeah, he, he wants, wants to be. He said it. But and... Trent can be that option too. He's had. I mean, he almost made that shot against Notre Dame. We've seen yeah. Trent close games last year. And Georgie, when he yeah, was Georgie. red hot against Rutgers, just they just kept giving him the ball, and he just kept putting it in the. And hoop. they have good big men too. Rutgers has good big guys, yeah. and he was able to just like have a career day. And so, so uh, yeah, no, you got options now at the end, and that was something that early in the season because you're so young, and two of those three guys are freshmen. That was where their Georgetown was their second career game, and Notre Dame was their like seventh career game. So you change that up, you give them more experience now, and like that does come with just a familiar like Io, like he's so much more confident now. Um, so yeah, no, they if they can finish, they can keep it close. I think they have a good chance. It's just so cool. We're talking about a team that's won three straight games. This must be what like four a, out of five. Yeah, Ooh. <laughs> must be like a Duke podcast. That's what that feels like. You five know, out of seven. Just talking Ooh. about a bunch of wins. But I mean, I'm sure a Duke uh, podcast. Yeah. Zion, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Zion, the greatest player to ever play basketball. That's not wrong. That's not wrong. I mean, what I just said is factually <laughs> correct according to every scholar, every student, and every ESPN employee. Um, and their graphics people, <laughs> and their highlight people as well. Um, but let's move on to, uh, actually, before we move on to baseball, let's get some picks. I think Illinois wins. Yeah, I'm going to go. They only got one game this week. They shall be arrested. I'll go with a W. Anthony, Illinois? Yeah, I think so, too. Okay. Okay, we're insane. Yeah. <laughs> Illinois is going to win their fourth straight against Ohio State, which, by the way, on is, the the, road. <laughs> is the only game this week for Illinois because they're not playing over the weekend. So they get uh, NBA All-Star weekend off. Which I hate. I hate that they're not playing. Yeah, their next game will be the 18th, which is Monday night it's at not Wisconsin. Enough games. No, and that, yeah, Monday. I hate Monday nights. Oh, Monday, 7 p.m. They're game. gonna get murdered. And then after that, it's an 11 a.m. contest against Penn State at home, which is also just as bad. If it's not gonna be an 11 a.m. game on CBS, don't give me an 11 a.m. game. Both of their Penn State games are at 11 a.m. Oh my! Why? Why would they do that to us? I think they're because both it's on Illinois Sunday. and Penn State. I think they're both on Sundays. <laughs> I hope uh, it's Dockage again. On the oh, oh yeah, God. Illinois is on ESPN two against Ohio State. Oh, so maybe. so you know the last time Illinois was on ESPN two could be Dockage, it could be Benetti, it, could it be better Bill be. Walton. I hope it's no, it won't be Bill Walton. Oh, you he, see Walton oh. ate a candle. See, um, yeah, he I'm ate a, a candle on a, a cupcake. cupcake. That's that's why Bill Walton to me is. I love Bill Walton. I love him, but. I'm worried about you. Would never, you wouldn't want to announce with him. That's the thing. No, of course I. I would. I think I have an interesting time announcing with him, but I might. I might be too serious too. But once he ate, eats a candle, it's like, okay, buddy, um, just give up. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll take you to the hospital. Or I mean, what happens when you eat a burnt candle? Nothing to Bill Walton. Yeah, he was fine. Well, yeah. Bill Walton is superhuman. I'm just wondering what happened to one of us. Guy was a little bit rattled yeah. by it. Who wouldn't be rattled yeah. by it? I mean, he had like two sp- like two licks of frosting after that. I'm sure that's kept going. Yeah, that puts the fire out while it's in your stomach, right? Uh, he proceeded to eat the cupcake after he took disgusting. the candle out of his yeah. mouth. So well, let's not talk about disgusting things. Let's talk about Illini baseball because it's opening day this weekend. I've been waiting for this for uh... pitchers and catchers meet. No more stupid pitchers and catchers countdown. They're meeting. Baseball whoa, whoa, is here. Whoa, whoa. Don't hate. Come on. I'm no, just... <laughs> come on. I, I'm only hating because it's like. I'm not counting down preseason games or when people are training. Baseball is the only sport that does that. And to me, it's like, okay, 
we know, guys, it's February. You want baseball to start. I'm excited for baseball season. I don't hate baseball, but pitchers and catchers are meeting. It's okay. They're just tossing a ball around. He's still in college there. I know. In college, they're we're playing. Going. Yeah, we're going. And uh, we got Anthony covering the team this year. Give us a rundown of who they're playing this weekend and who the guys are to watch for Illini baseball. Yeah, so they're going to open the season, I believe it's against Georgetown. Mm -hmm. um, and they're coming off a year where they probably should have made the NCAA tournament but didn't. And they're returning majority of the, the same team with a couple of new good freshman additions. Obviously, Brent Spillane's gone. It's going to be a huge loss. He was guy in the middle of the order for pretty much his entire time at Illinois. But as you guys uh, can see on the Champagne Room website, me and Patrick have kind of done a preview of the um, positions. We have the outfield, infield, and catcher, and pitchers. And there's a lot of things to be uh, excited about. Um, a lot of eyes on Massey at the beginning of the year, this year. He's got a second baseman, going to be a big bat in the order. Um, and there's a lot of versatility, a lot of guys that can play multiple positions. So Coach Hartleb is going to have a pretty tough time picking uh, who's going to play and when. I think their biggest question mark right now is catcher because they have a mm -hmm. reliable guy to come back to. But... Um, Jason Campbell is just turning eyes all over the place. He's ranked as the highest um, incoming freshman in the Big Ten, so I guess that puts him as favorite to win Big Ten uh, Freshman of the Year. Uh, he got drafted by the Cubs, so obviously a really good prospect. Number eight catcher in the nation coming in, so Ooh. look for him to maybe get some looks right off the bat. Yeah, he could play some games uh, early on in the season but between him and Cordy. Yeah. 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 David Cron's not going to catch a game all year. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not that good. Oh, I. You covered the team last uh, year. You know more than me. I mean, last two years, year. Two years. Two years. Ago. Last year was all Brent Spillane. I mean, the guy was hitting 500 for a month and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and every time he hit the ball, it was a double or a home run. And then when he wasn't hitting the ball, he got walked. So, I mean, he was putting up Barry Bonds numbers last yeah, year. I mean, That was fun. But He's doing well in the Reds. He yeah, like, got a good uh, second half of last yeah, year. Yeah, he might get called up. If Yasiel, nah, it's like he's like two years away. If Yasiel Puig gets traded back to the Dodgers, anything's possible. He's, that's happening? Yasiel, that? Well, Yasiel Puig and Matt Kemp are on the Reds. Yeah, I know. Why would they get traded back to the Dodgers? I don't know. I'm what just playing. What joke was that? I'm, play, I'm not playing a joke. I'm playing a hypothetical. Oh, well, like... I uh, mean, the, the Reds are in... Honestly, the Reds I, could make the playoffs. I don't want to talk about... Like, Brent's playing, though. He's uh, he's already old enough, though, so they gotta they got to make a move, like, yeah. fairly... Like, he has to move up through the um, organization fairly fast Pretty because quick, he's already, yeah. like, 21, 22. So, you're talking about him, like, being 25 when he makes his debut. Uh -huh. So, he's kind of... And he's a power hitter. So, right. like, how many years does he actually have but, to, to be a power hitter? Right. But that's not... This isn't, we're not you keep that him. middle infield, though. Massey, Yalowitz. Troiki. No, Yalowitz is right. right. Okay. Uh, but yeah, what's had a really down year last year? Right. He was like all Big Ten, like first team or second team as a sophomore, and it was like, wow, the Illini have a star in the middle of the lineup, and then like Brent Spillane steps up, and has like the best year of all time. So if uh, Yalowitz has a big year in right field, you lose a guy like Doran Turchin also. Yeah. Uh, Turchin had ten homers and was a solid uh, outfielder as well. Uh, and you lose Joey Gerber, so you lose that back, that arm in the back end of the bullpen. That that kind of sucks because like he was really good. Uh -huh. um, but no, yeah, you got Massey and Schwerke. That's the best double play combo in the nation, I think. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, like just between like their fielding and their batting. Yeah, they right. can hit. What about pitching wise? Who are we looking at the rotation? Everyone's coming back in the rotation. Yeah, you're just adding to it. It's the right. only thing. You got uh, you got Sefcik. Um, got Ty Weber. Ty Weber. He's good. He's a, he's a junior good. now. Um, you're adding Aiden Maldonado, who was drafted by the Brewers. 
my team. Your um, NL team. My NL team, yeah. Uh, he's, uh, I think he'll, he's in discussion probably to get, like, some starts or, or like, in the midweek games. Uh, and then, so, yeah, I don't, there's not many questions with the team. Just, like, can they actually, like, reach their potential? If they can, right. they're ranked 29th right now. They, that's why they came in, like, based on voting, essentially, in the polls. Yeah. I and, think it's um, it's interesting with Illinois baseball because the year before we came to school, that was that They have a four-year year thing. You know? Right. You know. 2011, 2015, 2019. 27-game winning streak, make NCAAs, they make a run, then they have expectations. But since then... They have made the tournament. They yeah, Right, that, but... <laughs> Every year is sort of like, what's Illinois baseball going to do? It's kind of like an, an unexpected. I they... think this year, though, you have a lot of you have a lot of like known objects. What's the word I'm looking for? They're like known players. Yeah, you know, just a lot of like known like what you're going to get out of them. Okay, and if they can all do that again, like you have Zach Taylor, who was like in center, and he was a starting center fielder for a number one overall seed in Houston uh, two years ago or three years ago at this point. He transfers to Illinois, has a solid year in the leadoff spot last year. You have so many guys around the diamond that are actually, like, really solid ball players at the Big Ten level, and they should be able to be ranked most of the year, and they should, definitely should, make the tournament. If they don't, um, it's a really down year. And you got to, like, question, like, well, what's Dan Hartlip doing? Like, the program's not really being built. He keeps building it up, and mm-hmm. then they can't win. Right. At some point, you got to win. <laughs> got to get some wins. And uh, we'll take it back to Anthony just to get a, a quick reaction to what do you think is going to happen for this weekend? Because you got Georgetown on Friday. They're in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, by the way, because you can't play baseball at Illinois Field until at least mid-March. March 15th, the home opener. I Like, at this rate, it might not be ready at that point. Yeah, Could not, yeah I mean, we've got snow <laughs> in the forecast for, you know, mid-February, which is expected when we had a 60-degree day after the polar vortex. But anyway, uh, Saturday they're playing Wake Forest because it's at Wake Forest Ballpark. And uh, then they play Sacred Heart okay. Sunday morning. Love so 3-0 and weekend, 2-1. and I mean, Wake Forest is not a slouchy team. Yeah, they're they're coming in 20th ranked. And like Steven said, we're 29. Um, I think if there's any game you have to win, I, I think you got to win the first game. And then I really think you need to beat Wake Forest, obviously, to kind of build that resume, get ranked right, right away. And then... You can't lose to Sacred Heart, so I I think they're gonna come out with a sweep this weekend. I don't know. Sacred Heart probably is like a <laughs> well, really good look baseball at, team. Like they, like, this is the most the, the next few weekends probably the most important weekends of the year because like last year they were like one of the first four teams out, and they came so close, so close. They were like one win away. Yeah, like one more good win. Like, Same with softball. Yeah, like Illinois baseball had a better resume than Indiana, and somehow Indiana made it. And, like, Illinois beat Indiana three times out of, like, four meetings. Yeah, I remember the standings when uh, we were doing the games last year. It was, like, Indiana was fourth in the Big Ten, but they were ranked in, like, the top ten nationally. Yeah, no, it was dumb. It made no sense. Like, it's just, you're at a point where you got to get some of these wins early on. And you just, I don't know what it's going to take. They just got to, like, they got to make it. Yeah, when you play play good teams early, you got to win those games because, especially when when the selection committee is going to look back on it, they want to see... Who you beat, and I don't think it really matters when. No, so you and the Big Ten sucks. Get these wins. So, Big Ten's kind of a kind of a bad baseball conference. <laughs> it's true. It's one of the few sports the Big Ten does not excel at, and it's not their fault. It's just too cold to play at home a month and a half this season. <laughs> yeah, I mean the best <laughs> baseball conferences would be what I mean the SEC, 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 SEC and the and Pac-12. A- well, the ACC. They've, there's some snow in some of those yeah. places. No, but, but the like, ACC's good at everything. Like, the SEC and the Pac-12 are, like, two among two of the best. Like, LSU wins a lot. Man, yeah, Rills, Oregon State. Yeah. Oregon State. 
Vandy, Virginia. Like, you're, like, Illinois is just that disadvantage. And, they like, they know what they're getting into. Yeah, Coastal Carolina. But you have a guy like your catcher, Jeff Cordy, who, when I talked to him last year, I did a feature story on him. And it was, like, the first time, it was, like, the second time he'd ever seen snow in his life. When he came, because he's from South Florida. Yeah. So, like, it's not his fault, but, like, what, a catcher, that's one of the most important positions. If it's 40, 50 degrees for half the season that he's playing in. It's tough. That's not, that's not an easy job for a catcher. Have you guys played baseball in the snow before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a whirlwind. <laughs> this guy played high school baseball. Yeah, so did I. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you went to a small school. You right. So I got school. so I got the start, which is nice. What position <laughs> did you play, Anthony? Um, when I started, it'd be outfield. Okay. So I had to play every. I played every position. I, I did once. too. I played a lot. first. <laughs> I played everything except pitcher and catcher right. in high school. Um, I usually came in to play like second or short if we had to do like changes and stuff like that. But if I started, I'd be in the outfield. And obviously, Chicago baseball starting in March is not the warmest place. <laughs> That's fun. So it was it was a struggle. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping your hands like able to grip anything is tough. How many kids were in your high school? Um, we had a Catholic high school, so it was like four to five hundred kids total. Okay. maybe six hundred. You're definitely a better. Baseball How many kids than went me? were in your class, or in my actual grade or yeah. my high school? Your grade nine. <laughs> to start, I mean, this is no offense to the people at my school, but with the amount of people you had, I mean, we had seventh and eighth graders on our varsity team oh that started because all you needed was a pulse to start. And to be fair to, I mean, I can hit with power, but I'm a strikeout machine. I'm like an Aaron okay, Judge. Yeah. If I make contact, it's going, but I, I can't hit the ball. And I played catcher. I had to learn how to play catcher. I thought I was an outfielder. Then I played third. Then I played catcher. I thought I could pitch. I can't pitch. Hey, also, if uh, if baseball wants the renovations, like they're getting the new practice oh, facility. Oh right, yeah, that's. But if, if they ever time. want the field renovations, they gotta like prove they can win. And maybe get a heater underneath the field if that's possible. That'd be nice. That would be interesting. That's a nice field. Teams have that, so it, it yeah. is possible. So that sounds like you know something Arizona. I feel or, like, like Josh Bowman's more uh, wanting hockey more than a baseball. Yeah, underground that's true. Heater right now. Well, hey, hockey, you know, just beat Ohio, number five in the country. Hoochie. Oh, what's next? <laughs> what's next? Um, well, by, happy Valentine's Day to all you people. Hope you're enjoying your Valentine's Day. Good news is there's a, there's a game tonight if you're lonely. That's it. Well, that's how I'm looking if at. they win, it would make it nicer. But if they lose, you just feel even more lonely. Even more lonely. <laughs> yeah. That's, it, it's kind of a uh, hit or miss kind of with the game. But even if you are lonely, you know, Valentine's Day is, you know, it's. We'll be there for you. Yeah. It's it's an interesting day. Hey, uh, shout out to uh, Chunky Clemens, who's on the Arizona Hot Shots of the Alliance. Oh yeah, I, uh, we haven't you, really mentioned them. You're a big Alliance. Big Alliance. Of I saw football, some yeah. of the highlights, but I need to see more. But there's a lot of players I that I remember. No, like Christian Hackenberg. I forgot. Hacken, his he played horribly. I, I saw. Oh, he was the worst. Yeah. Um, no, big Hot Shots. Trent fan. Richardson. Oh yeah, I forgot he was. Yes. Um, Jalen Marshall, former Buckeyes, saw... No, but the one Illini in the eight-team league is a Chunky, Chunky Clemens. Clemens. And he, he plays got, for the Hot Shots. He got a chance. Yeah, the Phoenix Hot Shots. Or Arizona. Arizona. Um, and he got a chance in the NFL. I forgot with who. Um, I think he got drafted by the, the Jets. Jags. I think everyone got drafted uh, by Yeah, the because Shot Khan went to yeah. Illinois. Um, but he obviously didn't work out there. But, hey, he's getting a chance. The rosters are smaller, so we'll get some playing time. The stats are impossible to find for the Alliance right now. Um, but, no, I'm happy for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and snack some games. And it was interesting to see the weekend ratings for sports this weekend. 
Um, That's got to hold up, you know? Right, of course. Obviously, the XFL ratings did well when the league first started. Same with the USFL. We'll see if it can stay consistent. But the Alliance beating a, a Rockets-Thunder game with Harden and Westbrook and George, that's pretty good. Yeah, go hot shots. Yeah. I, I haven't I haven't found my team yet. i got to watch more and join uh, me. my team. It's not too late. You're going to be a hot shots fan? They're undefeated at all times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also, what, Memphis, San Antonio... There's a couple other. There's only eight teams. Uh, Birmingham, Apollos. Birmingham Iron, the the Orlando Apollos. Birmingham's got all the Bama guys. Yeah, like so, you're supposed to get guys. So I'm not a Birmingham fan. No, I can't. I think they lost. I think like Trent did. Richardson was only averaging like two yards per carry. <laughs> Just like the NFL. I can't believe the I can't believe the Browns turned his career into a. What was he drafted? Third. <laughs> what year? 2012. He was drafted after Andrew Luck and RG3. Wow. Oh, you know. Before probably some really other good players. Yeah, before he's a pro boy. It's okay. The Browns decided to sign Kareem Hunt instead. I was shocked by that. Instantly making the the Browns from the highest pedestal. The first time in American sports history that the Browns were likable. And then... They're trading for uh, Antonio Brown. Down in the dumps. They're going to trade for Antonio Brown. I... I hope you know they're going to. So I'd be okay with that, but him and Jarvis. He's, a, he's a drama. Oh, it's a great team, but like it's such a dramatic queen. team. Yeah, Gosh. well that's why he'd fit. <laughs> and you'd think Baker Mayfield would be the the drama guy no, of the Browns? No, Not they anymore. Like guys, they oh, did. Oh man, yeah. They're lucky they got rid of Josh Gordon. This... Maybe he comes back. <laughs> no, Josh Gordon. Yeah, they'll sign him again. The Browns could be good. No, the Browns are gonna be good. All drama team. Hunt is gonna get suspended for ten or twelve games. That's, That's what fine. Adam Schefter's saying. That's saying, not but... fine. I'm kidding. Everything I said, no. what he did was not okay. Disclaimer: I'm not a fan that we signed Kareem Hunt. I don't like it as an NFL fan. I don't like it either. Pass judgment first. So you want to say you don't like it? I mean, I don't. I don't like <laughs> Great. it. It's Nobody been three months it. and nothing. It's awful. It's awful. Great. I, we all know like what we're. Uh... Where we're at. All right. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, but let's. <laughs> wait, how do we go for my happy? Oh, I thought I started talking about the AAF. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but let's look at the <laughs> let's look at the Illini schedule. So for today on this Valentine's Day, uh, you'll hopefully love watching Illini men's basketball when they are at the greatest city on earth, Columbus, Ohio, taking on the Ohio Ooh. State Buckeyes. Uh, women's tennis will be hosting Texas A&M at Atkins, and uh, women's basketball is on the road against Iowa, looking for their second Back straight to game wins. No, they're playing. No, Iowa. they're playing Iowa. Who have like, Ma- what kind of joke was yeah, that? They have, Ma- they have Megan yeah. Gustafson, who's the best player in the country. She averages twenty-seven points and thirteen rebounds a night. Yeah, what she's kind a of joke was that? That was beast. You need to. This is the girl last time. Ever. I think she's the best athlete I've seen play live. And ever I've, that, I've, that I've announced no that I've oh. announced live. I should have. You didn't do enough volleyball then. The best athlete I've seen live in person is LeBron James. You mean Jacqueline Quaid? Jacqueline, I, I didn't see. <laughs> yeah, you mean Iota Smith. You LeBron, mean Georgie Bajajvili. I saw a Cavs-Bulls preseason. I saw LeBron James and in his, and You've in only his seen prime one Derek Rose. LeBron game? I haven't seen a regular season NBA game, no. Oh, okay. Well, Cavs say, games got expensive. Sorry, I didn't know. No. I'll right. say greatest athlete I've ever seen is Mike Trout in person. Mike Trout's pretty awesome. You know what? I didn't meet Mike Trout. I met Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich? That's pretty good, too. He won the MVP. That's true. You know who didn't win the MVP? Mike Trout. <laughs> Moving on, let's go to the big Friday Happy day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Men's gymnastics is in Vegas at the Winter Cup preliminaries. It's sort of like Sounds a fun. big inner inner season cup with some individual uh, athletes that Illinois will be bringing. So sort of get a feel of which te- which gymnasts are going to make the U.S. Olympic team, which the Olympics are next year. 
Uh, track and field is at the EIU Friday Night Special, women's and men's. I don't like the sound of that. I don't like the sound of that either. <laughs> that sounds like uh, the what EIU's dorms is serving for the like a Friday special Night buffet. <laughs> <laughs> men's tennis is in Chicago at the ITA National Indoor Championships. Again, baseball hosts George or not host. They're in Winston Salem taking on Georgetown to open the season. Softball is taking on Georgia Tech. It's a Tech. good time of year. A lot of a lot of games. Yeah, there's a lot happening. Uh, <laughs> softball's in Atlanta. Fun times against Georgia Tech. Wrestling is on the road in Evanston against Northwestern Friday That should evening. be a W. Should be. Third of the season. All right. Maybe. Saturday, uh, men's and women's track at the Alex Wilson Invitational in South Bend. That sounds a lot better than the Friday night special. <laughs> Softball, uh, then we'll take on Boston <laughs> College in Atlanta and then play Georgia Tech. So a doubleheader on Saturday. Baseball against Wake Forest. Women's gym is at Iowa. We're only on Sunday? Now we're on Sunday. Men's Gym Winter Cup Finals. Baseball against the, the mighty Sacred Heart. I don't even know their nickname. Um, what, what do you think it is? The Sacred Heart Valentines? I don't know. I like that. Look it up. Sacred Heart Hearts? That would be a little repetitive. No, keep going. I'm going to look it up. Okay, fine. Softball will play Boston College again on Sunday. Women's Tennis is hosting Baylor, who's pretty good. Wrestling will then return to Huff Sunday to face Penn State. The Nittany Lions are really good at wrestling. They win the national championship like every year in the teams. Big Red the Pioneer. Yeah, they're the pioneers. The pioneers. You the know Sacred what conference they play in? Say, the Northeast Conference. Northeast. <laughs> How generic. It sounds like a conference that would be in any kind of movie about a college athlete. And then uh, a big... <laughs> State against Tech. In the State against Tech. A&M <laughs> against Tech. The Northeast, West, South. Uh, and then the final event on the weekend, the Play for K Pink Game at State Farm Center, Illinois against Michigan. I'll be on the call for that one. The Wolverines are a pretty good basketball team, so it should be an interesting game. And, and then I, basketball Monday. And, I, and then men's basketball Monday at Wisconsin. Playing Ethan Hale. And I think the women's team will be wearing their pink uniforms yeah, for that game since be. it's the play for K. Um, but to end the podcast, we thought we'd do something a little off the chain, off the rails a little bit. NBA Ooh, All-Star Weekend. NBA All-Star Weekend is this weekend in Charlotte. After it was supposed to be in Charlotte last year or yeah, two, years, two ago. years ago. That was weird. But HPC, whatever that was. Yeah. The whole... So, yeah. Friday night is kind of the man night because you have the lame celebrity game. Yeah, I like that. Eh. Give the me a... Celebrities, the celebrities this year are like, meh. Quavo, again, will win the MVP. I, whatever. When Think Kevin of Hart like, used uh, to play. It yeah. was so funny. Yeah. Um, that's why Kevin Hart was funny, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't like Kevin Hart at all. Okay. I don't find him funny <laughs> at all. Uh, Rising Stars, Luka Doncic will just drop like a quadruple double. There'll be some fun dunks. Saturday night's always my favorite night for All-Star Weekend because you got the dunk contest and the three-point mm-hmm. shootout. We and have the skills contest. Skills, skills challenge is fun, too. Did Markinen do that last year? Markinen did that, and that he, he did win. Oh, he won? I'm pretty sure he won last year. I don't, maybe. Markinen won. Right. Porzingis has won. They do this thing yeah, with the, the smalls guys, against the bigs. Yeah, yeah. And the big guys st- are, have been winning. Yeah. So I like that. Three-point shootout. you got the Curry brothers in their old hometown because their dad played for Charlotte. Dunk contest doesn't have great names. I mean, you've got Dennis Smith Jr., the only returning one. He's probably the favorite on the terrible Knicks team. Wasn't uh, isn't Miles Bridges doing it? Miles Bridges, Hamidou Diallo. I, w- I wanted Jaron Jackson Jr. To do I did. It was want gonna him be to do if it, it was gonna be a Spartan, give me a Triple J. I would agree. But we thought it'd be interesting if Illinois players did a dunk contest and a three point shootout. Who's winning? Okay, well, the only player in Illinois that can really dunk... Oh, you saw what Aaron Jordan did when the so ball like, went in and then popped all the way out. Yeah. Um, so, it's a pretty obvious answer, Tevian Jones. 
Yeah. Who else is gonna dunk? I I think I think he'd jump over some people and do some windmills and some reverses. Give me a give me a dark horse. Kipper could put up a fight. Okay, give give me like a very dark horse. Give me like a Zach. Give me a Zach Griffith. (laughs) Anthony Higgs. Dark horse. That's the one. That's I, that's what I wanted. Yeah, there you go. Give me a healthy Anthony Higgs versus Tevian Jones. I think so. Some of these Higgs highlights from uh, Higgs high jumping over Adonis. Yeah. Oh. Without touching his back. Give me Adonis in a junk contest. Tyler Underwood in a dunk contest. There we go. Now we're thinking outside the box. There you go. No, I think uh, Tevian versus Kipper would be a. Uh, that would be fun. Because the Kipper's like very uh, Kipper. It's not sneaky athletic. Kipper's a very athletic person. Yeah. And Georgie, how about like he had the hammer. Can you imagine what Georgie can do if he had, like, time to prepare? Yeah. And the theatrics that go along with it? Do yeah. you think any of those guys could dunk on a 12 or 11-foot rim? Tevian, Maybe. Yeah. yeah. He's the only one that has <laughs> that type of athleticism. I like Georgie could definitely dunk on a 12-foot rim. He couldn't make it, like, cool-looking, but yeah. he could definitely I mean, dunk yeah. up there. He can, yeah. Dwight he Howard couldn't make it cool-looking. I mean, he did it easy, and he sort of spread out a little bit. But Oh, the 12-foot rim? Like, yeah. yeah no, 12-foot I, rim I is hard. I think Tevian can still. I think Tevian's very athletic. Yeah. Have you seen his arms and his legs? I, yeah, I mean, he's... he's just look at him. He doesn't have much body. He's just all, he's all like... All limbs. <laughs> yeah, he's all limbs. He's all limbs. What, he's like a Kevin Durant type? Yes! He's just three inches shorter. Okay, more Kevin Durant or more Brandon Ingram? Because Brandon Ingram is actually literally just limbs. He doesn't have a body. Oh, well, I, it depends if Tevian puts on weight. Yeah, I think he will, though. Oh, yeah. But he's, he's a beast. And three-point shootout, I think Io and Trent would have a, a tough fight there. And Georgie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to see. No, I mean, I I think it's good that Georgie is not taking as many threes as he did. I I think his game has evolved. Yeah, Kipper, like, uh, when when he got here and he was, like, a good shooter. Jalen Coleman lands. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were going back. Uh, Then give me a... uh, um, Who was the guy that went to George Washington? Oh, man. That transferred. Why can't I think of Oh, my God. George Washington. When did he play? He played two years ago. He sat out last year. He's playing now. Who's oh my the... god! Who's at George Washington? It's not Kendrick Nunn because he went to Oakland. No, yeah. Oh my god! Who's at George? Because JCL is at DePaul. Yeah, I'm gonna feel very dumb in a second. Um, Finkies are in Grand Canyon. Yeah, good for them. Boygbadine's at Detroit. And um, Matisse is just chilling. Yeah, we're just so. listing off all the transfers now. No, it's uh, you know. DJ Williams. DJ Williams. I remember him. Well, I couldn't think of DJ Williams. He's a, I think he's a, in our grade. Well, he's a redshirt junior. Redshirt so, junior. Yeah. Okay. So we're just bring, so we dumb. just bring back all the all the all yeah, the Give me guys. a JCL, Io, and Trent. I think that's a very interesting three point shootout. I think I think the NBA shootout is a little more interesting though. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. You got Steph. You got Steph. Yeah, you, got you got Seth. Steph. <laughs> yeah, um, that makes it better. You got Dirk. Uh, oh, I forgot that Dirk. Devin. I think Devin won it last year. They're going to somehow make Dirk win. Somehow. It's going to uh, happen. They're going to have magnetic balls that they're going to give him that will just magnetize into the ring. I like him playing in the game. but like to I like, do, too. I don't think we need to ruin, like... No, we don't need to force-feed it. It's not like they did that with Kobe. It's not like they said, hey, Kobe, go do the dunk well, contest. Well, you know, Kobe wasn't, like, universally loved by everyone. That's true. Dirk it's a little is... different, like, Dirk and Wade. Yeah, they are universally loved by everyone. Dirk beat LeBron. That's how he's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's his. That's, that's his claim to that's fame. He beat LeBron once when LeBron wasn't even that good. Are you kidding me? Heat, okay. Heat LeBron was like the LeBron. I, I'll admit, Heat LeBron is like the best LeBron. No, I think uh, second time Cavs LeBron. Second time Cavs LeBron is like the best passing LeBron. Best teammate LeBron. Best teammate LeBron is finally got it. Second, <laughs> yeah, but late Cavs like 
his two MVP season for the Cavs, and then all four years in the Heat is like, that's I, you, you can't stop me, LeBron. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's we're all entitled. But are you guys going to watch? <laughs> we, we talked about the, the skills and stuff, all-star game, the actual game. Are you guys going to watch it? I usually watch like, the pregame stuff. The and pregame the, better be better than last year was, oh, I forgot because of the freaking Fergie anthem. Yeah, true. Oh, my God, that was so bad. It no, was so I, uh, hilarious. I turn it off once the game starts. I don't really care. I see. But I like the I like the theatrics, you know? That's yeah. kind of fun. Like, I, I mean, like seeing these guys be treated like gods. I'll see the end of the game to see if it's competitive. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. See it, See if when it heads into like the fourth quarter, if it's close. Or well, if it's, it's 175 to 170 with 12 minutes left in the game. Yeah. There you go. And then it finishes two hundred one to two hundred. Just give me a team that hits two hundred. And you know Westbrook's gonna play defense. Yeah, and still get a triple double. Yeah, somehow. like he's gonna do. <laughs> they're they're all gonna do something. I mean, it's... no, except he's gonna get try harder than everyone else. It's true. It's gonna turn into Wade against Dirk too. And... At Ooh, some point. if they're tied at the end of regulation one on one, Wade Wade Dirk. Dirk just just one on one. Everyone get off the one floor. basket. One basket with a tip wins. and everything. There we go. That's what we want to see. So you see Wade get hopped. Yeah, and but at halftime NBA All Star game, baseball news breaks. That's what I'm predicting. We get a Manny Machado, Bryce Harper news. Wow. Something's gonna happen. Something's gotta happen. Yeah. Nothing's happening. So we need stuff to happen. They but... were thinking halftime of the Super Bowl. They would <laughs> no, too, halftime so. of the Super Bowl was AD to the Lakers, but the Lakers basically wanted to give away the Staples Center, the entire team. And the rights to Magic Johnson as the GM to get Anthony Davis, which obviously didn't happen because then it would literally just be AD and LeBron on the Lakers. But we're going to wrap it up. Good. (laughs) 2v5. It's like when Alabama played Minnesota. Colin Sexton, the GOAT. But let's wrap it up. A lot of Illini stuff this weekend. Make sure to tune into that basketball game tonight against the Buckeyes. Go to fourthandkirby.com. Get some awesome shirts. Go to thechampagneroom.com. Subscribe to the TCR podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Listen to old Oski Talks. Listen to the We Know You Have San Illinois guys. They also have some awesome stuff that you should listen to. And uh, happy Valentine's Day. Enjoy your day with your significant happy other. Valentine's happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Broentine's Day. Nope. Whatever. I took it too far. I took it too far. <laughs> I always take things too far. Be the Buckeyes. Fine. Okay. <laughs> I had to get a Seinfeld in there. But thank you for listening and uh, enjoy your weekend and we'll see you next time.